Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show or welcome if you're just joining me. So I just wanted to pop in this bonus episode. I know the last episode you're going to hear from me, I'm saying I'm taking a creative pause. But I just had this one, one more, right? I just want to add this one more episode with someone that I super respect and super have loved working together. Christina Pawlikowski, she is the co-founder and CEO at Causal. And I've been working with you guys, with the team at Causal for about three months now and continuing to work with you guys. And so I wanted to bring you on. I think this is really fun to do this sort of episode and just let folks know all about you and how we've worked together. So welcome to the show, Christina. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we dive into some questions I've got for you, let me just give a little background on Causal so people have kind of a background. So product dev teams, what ends up happening is product dev teams are stitching together half a dozen tools or doing some of this themselves when they build, ship, and optimize consumer-facing products. Causal is product optimization in a box for data-obsessed teams. We literally worked on this together. So everything you need to build, ship, and optimize your consumer tech product without bugging engineering. Because who wants to bug engineering, right? So that's what you guys are building. Please add anything. Did I miss anything? Is there anything you want to add about what it is you're building? I mean, as you know, because we worked on positioning together, those are definitely the high points. Yeah, my co-founders and I did a lot of this kind of work at TripAdvisor. And so the product is really built out of our experiences there. As you test and iterate and optimize really quickly, especially in consumer tech, you end up burdening your engineering team and you just start paying this tax over time where you have data that you don't trust and feature flags that you don't use and experiments that you're not sure about. And so we just built Causal to do all the things that we wish we'd had for ourselves as we were you know, running A-B tests and building machine learning models at TripAdvisor. Yeah, you guys were really frustrated at TripAdvisor. So it makes complete sense that you came together and decided to build this company. Founded in 2021, seed mm-hmm. funded. Yep. And okay, I think that's enough of a background to just jump right in. So my first question for you would be really awesome if you could kind of talk through, like, why did you decide to work with me in the first place? What were you looking for? Yeah. So the sort of initial, like, spark was that we really needed a better web presence. You know, I made our website, like, in a panic during our raise, and there wasn't a lot there. I made our logo. So like everything about our marketing presence was made by me and I am not a marketer by trade or training. So that was kind of the like tactical need. I think from a more strategic perspective, one of the things that we had really struggled with and I think part of what caused us to work with you and not like an agency or or something like that is that our product spans a couple of categories and it does some things that no other tools do. And so that's like the first problem we were having. And then the second problem is that Jeff and Alex and I, so Jeff and Alex are my co-founders. We come at the product from very different perspectives. So I'm a product person. Jeff's a data science. Alex is an engineer. And that's a healthy tension in building a product because that our product needs to work for all three. But when it came to positioning, 
our product and explaining it clearly in the market, those two things really worked against us. And so we knew that we needed some help with product positioning so that we could sort of reliably and succinctly explain to people what we were working on. And so as we started talking to sort of various teams and companies around like helping us with maybe a little bit of lightweight branding, but, you know, really just an improved web presence. I think what really drew us to you is your focus on, you know, I'm going to talk to your customers. I'm really going to understand your business. We're going to start with positioning and then that's going to flow down into everything else that you do. And that just that really felt like the right approach to us. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and I'm like, come on, send me your customers. I want to schedule those like hour long conversations. Send me your prospects, the warm ones, the cold ones, whoever you got, send them to me because that was really how it all began. And then I would bring in the snippets from the conversation, like the thread, the common thread that I would hear. Mm -hmm. And I would say, okay, this is not coming from me. This is just me coming in as the person that's trying to find the common thread. And here's what I recommend to you. So it's not coming up with like, let's all get together, right? With Jeff and Alex and Anna and talk through like what should, it's actually going back to customers and, you know, warm prospects and especially the super fans and talking to them and who are these people and what words do they use to describe things? And so, yeah, it's a process that I super love and it works every time. So awesome. So the initial spark was the web presence. Like you knew you needed something. And I think originally when I was talking to you, you were saying like, we sell to enterprise. Like we sell to folks that We really need to get that trust from them. Even though we're small, we're still small, we're still growing. Somehow we need to build that trust with them and show that we're experts. And it's just not happening right now because I think, you know, it was just blending in and missing the positioning and all that. So we worked on it. And even now, if folks want to go to the website, it shares expertise, but I think it also shares your personality And that's what I've loved from working with you guys is that you're open to that, right? So yeah, I don't know if you have anything that you want to add to it, but that seemed to be an important part, like to stand out. It's just a very cluttered space and you knew that you wanted to bring something, some flair, but still show that you're an expert in the space. Yeah, I mean, we've thought so much about experimentation and how do you help teams do this kind of optimization at, at high velocity. And so we knew that the that our experience was going to be an important part of establishing ourselves with customers. And we wanted that to come through. But also, I mean, you know, like we are who we are as founders. And I just, I couldn't imagine trying to set up a presence for ourselves or like a brand presence for ourselves that didn't reflect who we were. I don't know that we're capable of doing that or sustaining that as founders. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, thrilled with how the site came out. It reflects who we are and our experiences. And we think it explains the product really well. And yeah, just really happy with how it all worked out. I think we're definitely staying true to your team's different personalities and just the way that we meet, the way that we talk, communicate, for sure wanted to keep that as part of the brand. So what would you say has been, I mean, you talked about like why you decided to work with me. What were you looking for? What would you say has been the biggest value for you? Yeah, I think the site's beautiful and I do love the branding and I like the look and feel. I think though that the thing that has been really the, just the most valuable for us is this 
like really crisp understanding of what value do we provide to our customers? Because the product covers, it covers a lot of surface area. It covers off a lot of use cases. And I think getting just like a really crisp articulation from our own customers around this is what you do for us has been really just so helpful. And I can feel it sort of permeating everything about how we talk to customers and how we talk to prospects and how we put together sales collateral. And I think too, like having that source of truth where it's like, okay, this is our customer's own words, right? Like this is what they said about how we helped them has been just a real gift to the team. Wow. I've never heard of the work that I do as a gift, but I'll take it. (laughs) Really nice. So, all right. And so we're continuing to work together because we're working now on like, what does the content strategy look like for you guys? Because it doesn't just end with, okay, we need a web presence. We need to then, you know, be able to better articulate as part of our sales conversations, as part of sales collateral, sales deck, calls, right? All that stuff, it permeates through a lot of different things. But then also the next phase then is what's the content strategy? How do you get people to now start to take notice of what you're building and just become aware of it before they even jump into the sales call. Like, how do you get these people to become aware of you? Let's talk about, because you brought me in before you brought a salesperson in. And I want you to kind of take me through why you did decided to do it that way. I think there are founders that are tuning in to this episode that would be curious to learn more about that from your point of view, because, well, it sometimes happens that way, but oftentimes it does not happen that way. So I'm curious like why you decided to bring me in and do this sort of work before bringing in a salesperson. Yeah, I think from a sales perspective, so we sell into a technical audience. We sell into like VPs of engineering, CTOs, chief data officers, and the product is pretty technical. So it's a a developer tool. It's really aimed at a technical audience. And also, like I said, the product is like relatively complex. It covers a lot of surface area and we still are you know, relatively, we have customers, but we're still relatively new. And for us, for me at least, it felt like everything about that suggested that founder-led sales was going to be the right approach for a pretty long time. I mean, not forever, obviously, but for a pretty long time. And we're bringing in some a little bit of help around sales, but it just felt too early to bring in an outside salesperson. That said, like, we knew we needed help with marketing. And that felt like a place where we would just benefit a lot from having some experience and some discipline around it. So, yeah, I mean, certainly like you could do it the other way around. But for us, it felt like a no brainer to get some expertise around marketing, which we knew was important. But for me to sort of hang on to sales, at least until we get to product market fit. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, some startups, they bring in the salesperson a bit sooner-ish than I would imagine that they should, right? Before they truly know like, okay, this is how we should position. This is our target buyer, like all these things. And then they bring someone in and they kind of have to figure it out. And I think that's going to waste some time, right? Especially for the industry that you're in, where you know a lot about the product because, well, you built it and you've got your co-founders and who better to sell that than you guys, right? Because you know all the intricacies and you're talking to people that are very technically minded. So that makes a lot of sense. I just, yeah, this was great. The one thing that I love to hear is that 
it's not just, okay, Anna came in and she created this marketing foundation deck and then she created this beautiful website and then great, thank you so much, bye. No, you're actually taking the information and using it now in your communication and it's permeating through how you talk to customers and prospects and your sales process and all that and that's how it should be. And now you're bringing in someone, right? We're talking about content strategy. You're bringing in somebody that can do more of like the write on the writing side and so, yeah, it's coming together. And I appreciate I, so. I appreciate yeah. you, Christina, coming on the show and kind of talking through, of you know, why you decided to work with me, what's been the biggest value and kind of how you think about like next steps and also like marketing versus sales and hiring and all that. So thank you so much. If anybody wants to, they can find Christina on LinkedIn. See Paulikowski. I'll include a link in the show notes. And to check out Causal, you can go to causallabs.io. And I highly recommend you do. It's really fun. It's really crisp and you'll love it. So check out the website. And thanks again, Christina. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, Modern Startup Marketing listeners, Anna here, the host of the show. I hope you enjoyed season three and all the incredible conversations and guests that I've had on. It's time for a creative pause. Yes, after 160 episodes, I'm taking a pause with the show. A creative pause means taking some time out to think about where is this podcast going so that I'm doing the work that matters for me and for my slice of people, you guys, my listeners. So I'm officially wrapping up the season, but we'll be back for more in the future. In the meantime, make sure you follow me and say, hey, on LinkedIn, Anna Firminov. Tell me about what you're up to this summer. And you can visit my website to learn more about how I'm helping early stage startups as their fractional head of marketing. You can go to firminovmarketing.com. Love you guys. See you on the flip side. Bye.